0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes
2: and fees may vary. From KCBS Radio, I'm Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Friday, September 2nd. This week here at KCBS Radio, we bid farewell, never goodbye, just farewell for now, to a young man who spent the last year with us here in the newsroom. It was his first job out of college after graduating Lincoln University in Missouri, one of our country's 107 historically black colleges and universities, HBCUs. So for today's episode, I'm turning it over to Amani Grant-Pate, who just completed his year-long fellowship with us here at KCBS Radio, one of several news fellows with the news stations under our parent company, Odyssey. The one-year fellowship provides hands-on job experience, mentoring, training, and coaching for aspiring young black journalists just out of college. And one of the culminating events, the annual NABJ conference in Las Vegas. Amani takes it from here.
1: This year has been great for my development as a young journalist. I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to learn new skills and shadow award-winning journalists in my Odyssey Fellowship with KCBS Radio in San Francisco. And during my fellowship, I was able to check off a goal of mine when I traveled to Las Vegas to be in the presence of black excellence by attending my first NABJ conference, the National Association of Black Journalists. In this episode of Bay Current, I chat with one of my counterparts in the fellowship program, Jasper Jones, who spent this past year as a sports content producer in Philadelphia, reflecting on our experiences and what we learned from this past year. I also speak with veteran KCBS radio reporter, Bob Butler. Bob's been a member of NABJ for 22 years. He took a trip down memory lane with me about going to NABJ for the first time and the lessons he learned as a young journalist.
0: Like even just outside of like the job role in general, it really just helped me You know, just it really kind of gave me the expectations to what to expect working at a media company.
1: In the Odyssey Fellowship, we were given mentors, and Jasper's was Chris Olivera, who gave him some good advice on how to have a successful career.
0: In sports, it's really more so who you know and not what you know, and just some of the advice that he gave me on how to move and how to navigate um, connections and uh, certain jobs I was interested in was just you know very very valuable and. Just the fact that he was, you know, he's leader in, in the sports radio world for, you know, decades was, you know, I feel like I just lucked out on being able to um, being able to have him as my mentor. But um, even outside of Chris, um, my manager, Steven, and a few other other people I met uh, in the corporate office in Philly have just really been nothing but helpful to me and provide me with nothing more than, you know, nothing more than just, you know, great expectations and just being able to um being able to just you know give me that confidence that i needed to do my job at the best of my ability really just to be available and take any opportunities that are offered your way so um when i first started my my role was strictly just to write sports stories and um deal with the newsletter that are sent out for um mlb and football and just a general sports newsletter in general but um, I would say that's one of the biggest key advice he gave me is just always volunteer if, you know, your manager or um, anyone else on your team needs needs something out of you or, you know, needs to switch switch shifts or something like that. I would say that's the biggest thing. Even going into my, my new role with CBS Sports, he even brought that up. He was like, always make yourself available. Always make sure that, like, if your boss offers you any more projects or anything else, to always take advantage of those. So I would say that's the biggest thing that um, I took away from Chris. I mean, there's obviously other gems uh, that he provided me with, but I would say that's the one thing that's really sticking in my mind right now and definitely is gonna be something I think of, about um, in my new role.
1: Along with networking, another key moment for Jasper this year was his first taste of success. Writing an article that went viral yeah. Yeah. So, um, I would
0: definitely say that was one of my, um, favorite moments too, because I was only two weeks into the job. I was, you know, still figuring things out and I, you know, I just wrote an article. It was, um, it was on something stupid that Terry Bradshaw had said on, uh, on a Fox's pregame show. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't anything that I was expecting to, you know, do well. I was just, you know, thought it was a great story and you know it fit um two of our markets so i was figuring hey i'll give it a go and um that story ended up blowing up to like nearly like half a million page views and that was like the highest page view total across the company i believe in like the past like six months during that during that time so that was one of the moments i was just really proud of because um it kind of made me realize that, hey, you know, it gave me the confidence to be like, hey, you know, I can, you know, really do my job well and uh, perform at a high level. So I would say that was one, one of the moments that, you know, really kind of gave me the confidence to, you know, be able to be able to, um, you know, do my job and uh, feel, you know, confident with the work that I'm putting out.
1: NABJ is the National Association of Black Journalists. It's an organization that helps black journalists develop their skills, build their network, and put them in positions to find jobs. While attending was always a dream of mine, honestly, I had no idea what to expect going into the conference. Man, it was a surreal feeling being in the room with people who I grew up watching on TV or listening to on the radio. I was able to meet my favorite journalist, Chris Haynes and received encouraging advice from Tony Jones, a Utah Jazz beat writer for The Athletic, and Evan Barnes, who covered the Memphis Grizzlies and the Memphis Tigers football team. Man, the conference felt like the all-star game for black and Hispanic journalists, a vibe that many people like veteran KCBS radio reporter Bob Butler have described as a family reunion.
3: You know, I was, I started here as, a, as an intern, actually, and in, in, I think that was in the spring semester of nineteen I want to say eighty one so that would have been like like january of eighty one
1: I read that um, you became a member of the National Association of Black Journalists in two thousand that was twenty two years ago. Um, what was happening during that time and what made you want to join that organization?
3: Well, ironically, I was a member of the local board of AFTRA, that's our union. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the one of the local board meetings, they were saying, hey, listen, if anybody is going to be going to the NABJ convention, you know, uh, Ray, who was our director of diversity for the union, said he would like you to come by the booth. And I'm like, what is NABJ? I didn't even know what it was. Because being in the studio all the time, I wasn't out there in the field with other black journalists. Right. So I didn't know what it was. Right. When I found out what it was, I I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I called up Ray. Said, well, listen, I can go, but are you going to help with the expenses, So oh, I can't do that? I said, well, I'll go anyway. In my first day, it was in Phoenix, and you know, hot as heck, and walked into the registration hall. I'm looking left, looking right. I'm seeing all these people, man, looking good, sounding good, and feeling good. And I said, oh yeah, I'll be back. And I've been back every year since.
1: When I was in Vegas um, a couple weeks ago for the convention that was my first time and it was just it was just i felt so inspired you know as a young black journalist like i was looking at people that i've seen on tv and radio and that was just a great experience like i met some of my favorite journalists like for me that just motivated me and it's just like okay this is this is what i want to do
3: you know it's funny because a lot of people talk about being a black journalist i'm not a black journalist I'm a journalist who happens to be black, and most of us feel the same way. You know, when you say I'm a black journalist, that's supposed to mean something special. We're just It's just who we are. We're just journalists. We just happen to be black. And right. that's, that's a big difference because I can cover any story, not just black stories. I can cover stories about—I've covered stories about floods, about hurricanes. Not so much hurricanes, but fl- I've done hurricanes, but not here. Uh, floods, you know, business bankruptcies, um, corruption, you know— um, Everything that under the sun we've covered, and you have to be able to do that. And that doesn't matter whether you're black or white. You ought to be able to cover the story.
1: Honestly, um, what got me into journalism was sports, but I've learned um, to be open, and I've—I feel like um, being here has taught me to learn like different stories, you know.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, it, a lot of people, when I talk to young folks that want to work in the business, a lot of them say they want to do sports, uh, especially on TV, because they see sports Center. You know, they see uh, pe- people like Mark Spears, you know, guest hosting on, or being, being interviewed on sports shows. But I, I, I point out to them that for every station, look at KCBS, we probably have between 16 and 20 anchors and reporters. You know how many sports people we have? One full-time and one part-time. It's two people. And every TV station is pretty much the same way. There are a lot more jobs in news than there are in sports. Now, with the rise of the ESPNs and Fox Sports and places like that, there are more jobs available. But ironically, most of the people that are involved in sports before becoming sports people, they're reporters. They have to know how to be a journalist first. And it's just, sometimes it takes you that way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I tell young people it's probably better to be a journalist uh, before being a sports person.
1: Actually, um, Tony Jones, um, he's a beat writer for the Utah Jazz. I actually met him for the first time. He was telling me before he even did sports, he was um – Doing news and he was telling me that for three years. He was doing hard news before he even touched sports so for me it just it was just really inspiring for him to like Talk to me and it just makes me feel good because I'm on the right track I'm doing news right now, and I'm just learning to be a become a better uh, Storyteller I've done production assistant, so I'm working on my editing skills and like all that stuff is like very important
3: Yeah, I think it is I mean I tell people you want to work in television. The best training you can do is a year in radio, because it you, in radio. You know, I've told this story before. You go to a news conference. I'm the commercial radio guy. There's a public radio guy. There's you know a lady from television, a lady from the print. Um, the print person complains because their deadline is like four or five hours away. TV person complains because they have to have their script in, you know, in like six hours. And the public radio person goes back to the station, sits down, thinks about the story, has lunch, maybe produces something that might get on the air today or tomorrow. I walk out of the same story pulling a soundbite and going on the air live. And my story has to be just as accurate as theirs. That's why I like commercial radio, because it's immediate
1: and i see that you mentor like young journalists what inspired you to uh, mentor like the next generation
3: you know what i what i i started my i transferred to san francisco state before i I started working here. I did one semester, and I decided I wanted to get back. I'd worked at KDIA, my first job over in Oakland, and I got fired. I'd already applied to transfer to state, so I went to state, got my classes. And after one semester, I decided I wanted to get back in the business. So, I came to KCBS for an internship, and that's how I started here as an intern. Um, I ended up having to drop out of school because they kept changing my schedule. Uh So, I did two semesters and dropped out twice, and finally, I said, heck with it. Late, uh, early 90s, and I said, You know what? I need to go back and get my degree. That was a personal goal of mine. So I went back, and then we're talking about what it takes to work in a newsroom and this one professor wanted me to come speak to his broadcast journalism class his introduction to broadcast journalism so i came to talk to the class and they were asking me questions and i realized that these kids don't really know they're not learning what it takes to get a job in the business they're learning how to edit they're learning how to re- report they're learning how to how to do some of the physical stuff but they don't know they don't have the intangibles like how do you get a job in a newsroom it's not as simple as just sending your resume you know, there's things you need to know. I mean, a lot of these kids in school haven't worked a job before. Yeah. You know, you know, so working a job is different than knowing lo- how to be be a reporter. I actually,
1: I actually agree with that 100 percent because, like, for me, it it's been like a like I, I definitely like school is transferred. Like the stuff I've learned in school is transferred, but I feel like it's different. It's a different from like being a professional journalist. Like from college, the jump from college to being a professional, it's. It's it's a whole different story.
3: It is, it is. I mean, there's actually a skill to getting a job, you know. And that's one thing I when I talk to young people, I say, you know, you want to be a jerk, you want to be a reporter. What's your plan? You don't have a plan, then how you going to make it in? Because there's so many folks that want to work in this business. Not as many as in the past, but there's still a lot of people, a lot of competition to get in the door.
1: Thanks to Bob, Jasper, and everyone at NABJ. And thank you for listening. We love to be a part of your daily routine. Please subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or just about anywhere you get your podcasts. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Monty Grant-Pate. We'll chat with you again tomorrow.